0: Hey, this is Anita, Anita Grogans. I'm uh, with Bloomingdale Realty. I'm also with Smart Lending Group. And I started this podcast just to um, just to encourage homeownership and letting everybody know how easy it is to become a homeowner no matter what income level you're on. Um, I always uh, encourage homeownership. You know, true enough, I help a lot of people get into rentals and, uh, but I do write mortgages and I sell real estate, uh, just a little bit about myself. I've been, um, I'm 49 and I've been selling real estate almost about 30, years now. Uh, my mother was in real estate and that's what encouraged me to get into it. And, um, you know, uh, I also learned, uh, mortgage loan origination, uh, about, 22 years ago, so I have a lot of experience. Uh, I've been through the recession and everything else, so it's like nothing I pretty much haven't already encountered in my career. Uh, but I felt it's time to um, time to kind of like, just let everybody know what's up and kind of put my information out there. I've always been uh, the type of person that receives ongoing referrals and I've lived handsomely off of that. Uh, but you know times are changing it's a lot of uh, social media and everything else so you got to kind of like get out there so that's what I'm doing and this is my way to like record my my information uh, so that um, of course people could use it and um, and of course be become homeowners and become more successful no matter what you're trying to do in real estate just so you know that uh, my, a little bit more about my background, I come from a family of, I had, uh, grew up with nine brothers and sisters. Uh, my father was a, um, a Ford Motor retiree, of course, when I was born. <laughs> so, you know, uh, I, I came along a little late in life. I'm a number eight kid of nine. So, um, and we grew up on the west side of Detroit in the uh, Boston Edison area. So, um, it's, uh, I, I know like where, where everybody, you know, this is like some of the, not necessarily the hardest, uh, or most of uh, poverty stricken area or anything like that. But, um, we live very humbly only because it was so many of us, even though my, my father was a Jack of all trades and, um, but he was, course in his older age so that made uh things a little bit tougher than some oh. when we were growing up however I survived I survived those cold brutal winters in Michigan <laughs> as a kid and you know I went to uh the public schools in the area I did get a taste of um uh Catholic schooling but um you know I got my real estate license after um I, I was you know, of course, when, once I graduated, I'm like, I'm going to college. I did some college. I came to uh, Atlanta, packed up my car top carrier and took off and went to Atlanta. And of course, uh, that didn't work out because I missed home so much. So within the, about a year later, I came right back, got my real estate license and stayed in school. And um, that's when I just start, you know, working. I started off doing HUD homes. So HUD homes were, uh, kind of like my, my base. And that was before everything was like really on the computer. So we were looking up HUD lists and HUD homes off of, uh, out of the book, so to speak. And, um, or getting a list from, uh, HUD directly as far as what properties were for sale. So, um, So I know how to sell HUD homes. And that that, you know, because the flipping game is so heavy right now, it's really hard for a lot of people who um are trying to buy under a hundred thousand to find um decent properties that are um not of course picked over by the investors because the investors they're gonna try to get of course the um the best property for the cheapest price and they have cash when Here you come trying to buy a house, and you only got your 3% down or 3.5% down, and you're trying to buy a house, and that becomes a, a real struggle because, of course, the homeowners would rather do business with someone with cash. They don't have to worry about them needing help with closing costs or anything like that. So that's why HUD is a very, very, very good resource. I couldn't stress that enough for people who are just really trying to get started and um, if the um, investors aren't, you know, snatching up a lot of properties in your area, every time you go to make an offer on a property it's sold by cash or they're only accepting cash offers. And, you know, you don't have that. At least HUD sets it up where the only owner occupied buyers can bid on their properties in the beginning of course, or should I say for the first like two weeks of The property being listed. So, um, if you don't have to go to that and you find a house that's actually being sold by a homeowner and um, you know they're not accepting like the lowest bare bones price, you can still find a beautiful home uh, because if you do either FHA financing or conventional financing, they will uh, have an appraisal. Or or have you order an appraisal and that appraisal ensures the lender that they're not lending you too much money for that property. So that kind of protects you from paying too much for a property uh, because that appraisal is required. And then, of course, um, just say if someone is asking for uh, more than they should, then they would have to either renegotiate the price with you or you have to agree to pay them money on the side, you know, or should I say money over and above the appraised value. And, you know, most regular home buyers don't have the funds to do that because if you're looking to buy a house, there are a few key criterias. Um, but anything over a 500 credit score is possible, but normal, normal people only, you know, most people only have... Like- three and a half percent down and to get a three and a half percent down or three percent down uh down payment approved through a loan you have to have at least a 580 credit score so we'll talk more about how to achieve a 580 credit score which should be re- fairly easy um but um, you know some people still struggle with that but that's not a problem you know of course everything can be worked out it's a lot of things you can do to improve your credit But just to say that, okay, um, how much money do I need to buy a house? You need at least 3.5% of your own money. And um, with depending on your credit level, some conventional programs don't require you have any of your own money. You can get a loan from your parents. I mean or not alone, but you can get a gift from your parents. The seller can help you with the closing costs, all of that, and then you're in a house. So, you know, but of course not everybody are are able to be gifted that kind of money to buy a house. So they go FHA where you're required to have at least three and a half percent of your own money and then um you can ask the seller to assist with up to six percent of the sales price towards your total settlement charges. So that helps a lot, but, um, you, you have to figure out that, you know, of course, like I say, once you get your own money set aside, then there may be additional costs. Cause not only that, when you first make an offer, you have to be prepared to, uh, hold the property with an earnest money deposit, an earnest money deposit, can be anywhere from 500 to a thousand to an actual percentage of the sales price, depending on what the seller and their agent are requiring to secure you to the transaction. You know, in some markets, um, it's so many houses popping up here and there that they want to make sure that you're focused on the one that you chose. And once they take their house off the market, they need to be. Um, Let's be secure in the fact that you're going to stick with it. So sometimes enough money is required to make sure that you it's money that you don't want to lose. So that's what the earnest money deposit does. And of course, um, when it comes to losing any earnest money, nothing is guaranteed. It's usually have to be um, settled in arbitration or whatever. You don't automatically lose your earnest money unless um uh, you know, unless you just completely walk away from the transaction. So of course there are many other factors that go into buying a house. You do have to get, at least we do recommend that you get the property inspected by an inspector of your choice. And, um, we also, uh, of course the, the appraisal is required. So those are fees that are, that comes out up front. So and a, a an inspection can be anywhere from 150 to $400, depending on the size of the property or what area or depending on the inspector. So you have to have that money. You have to have the money to set aside for the earnest money. And then of course, one of the first expenses in getting your mortgage is your credit report and appraisal. Now those are things that come out of your pocket before the the seller closing costs that they're helping you with that doesn't come out till the actual end when it closes. So those credits are, are, um, added to the, uh, all the fees that's associated with buying a house. So, um, just to not to get into too much, I just want to just, of course, encourage home ownership, uh, let you know what goes into the first steps to buying a house and, um, and what it takes and some of the things that you need up front. And in our next segment, we'll go over credit and what it takes to get that minimum credit score. And of course, the higher your credit score, the lower the cost of of the credit that you're receiving. So of course, everybody wants a seven or 800 credit score, but not everybody can get it. So sometimes even coming in on the ground floor at a 580 credit score, it's still less than... Renting. So, of course, when you're renting, you're paying somebody else's, somebody else's bills. That money is not um, helping you really um, achieve any kind of equity or any or any tax breaks that comes with home ownership. So, of course, I, I'm not a tax professional, but I can have someone on the show to uh, include that will give you information about you know, the the tax benefit of home ownership. But anyway, I just wanted to introduce myself and give you some uh, information just to start. And uh, it's a lot more where that comes from. And uh, thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next time. Bye bye.